How much of a factor does your physical health play into your mental health? What's our plans for the future? Your plans for the future? There's one piece of advice you could give to everyone in the world. What do you think it would be? This is Spitballing with Colin. Welcome back. Another week, another guest. Spitballing with Colin. This week we have fitness extraordinaire, uh, my brother's girlfriend, and just like a wholesome soul, Alana Wood. Welcome. Hi, thank you. <laughs> we'll start it off with, um, we kind of always start off with like a little background. So I kind of want to talk about what it's like to see like the resilience of your parents. And like everybody's parents is resilient, but like your mom's a nurse. Yep. So like <clears throat> this these past few years with COVID, like that's obviously a huge toll on her mm-hmm. and then your dad obviously has his own path so it's just like mm-hmm. maybe like what what is seeing your parents resiliency like how does that make you feel and um yeah my parents um they like really have shaped who I am and my mom definitely I saw COVID like come and hit her hard because she was had to actually go back onto the floor like the hospital floor and she hasn't she doesn't really do that mm-hmm. so her, like, coming home and, like, having to, like, take off her clothes at the beginning and, like, it just shows, like, how much she, like, loves being a nurse and, like, even, like, those hard times, like, she still, like, loves her job and all that, so just, like, I, that's, like, super inspiring for me and then on the other side, my dad struggled with, like, addiction mm-hmm. and um, alcoholism and that is crazy because he's like such an amazing dad now so um yeah like that is like something that I'm like really inspired by because that's something that obviously he had to overcome and Mm. like just that's like obviously I cannot relate at all (laughs) yeah and I just think like that's some of like the hardest things to work through yeah addiction to anything like gambling alcohol drugs like I feel like coming back from that and then like just sticking to it like he's been sober for 27 years yeah like yeah. that's amazing like that's yeah. so hard obviously it probably gets easier with time but it's like yeah dude, he that's... still goes to his meetings every week like yeah. my mom is still involved in all that too um and just like seeing like when I was younger like my parents would leave at night because they were going to the meetings obviously we didn't know what mm-hmm. that was but um they would say like, oh, like we have to go like to be good, a good mom and dad for you. Yeah. And like that's that, awesome. like really like now being older and like knowing that that's what they were doing is like, it really shows me like what kind of parent I want to be in the future. Yeah. So, and just like that they always were pu- putting that for them to do. And yeah. then in turn, they have been like amazing parents. So that is like super important to me. It is. It's amazing. Yeah. Like the discipline to do that. Yeah, and then my dad actually went to college, he dropped out, and then in 2000, the year I was born, he went back and finished, so that, again, is something that, like, it's, like, a message, like, if you can't do it the first time, like, that's all right, and, like, maybe Mm -hmm. take a step back and go do it again, like, that's, like, definitely the resiliency that you're talking about, so. Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome, and just, like, things come up, and you gotta, like, adjust, Yeah. You came up, you were a child, yeah. and then you got to take on responsibility, yeah. and now you go back and finish. So. Yep, and now he is um, working at Hingham Court, so yeah. he helps people who struggle with what he struggled with. So, yeah. Which I think you need in a situation like that. Like, yeah. If you just have, like, obviously I've never been in it, but, like, 
I don't know, for instance, like if I'm in the fitness, if, mm-hmm. I'm, if I'm in the gym and somebody's giving me advice, but like they've never been in the gym before. If I'm yeah. a baseball player and like if I'm a pitcher, I don't want to, I don't really want advice from a hitter. Yeah. Like yeah. I need someone who's been through it mm-hmm. to take advice from. Yeah. So like for him to do that and then pass it on, like that's just. Yeah. And awesome. he's like always calling his friends. Like he's always on the phone. Like ever since I was a kid, like, you know, he's talking to people who are like struggling or maybe like they haven't been showing up to the meetings or like stuff like that and like he's always been an inspiration for them and like I've been able to like go speak at my dad's like anniversary for his um years of sobriety and like it's just been a great experience to not only like see him grow more but like just like imagine like how much he had to go through to get to where he is so it's powerful yes so your dad was also like a freak athlete in high school yeah (laughs) so did he instill like your athletic did he push, like, athletics on you? Because you were going to get into your soccer journey, but, mm-hmm. like, what kind of... Um, I would say, like, when I was younger, one thing I do definitely remember is him trying to, like, get me into the weight room a little bit. And I was, like, kind of, like, obviously I was a young girl, and I was like, no, Dad, I don't need to go to the gym. Yeah. Like, I'm already kind of a big girl. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, like, during my soccer life. And um, he brought me and my sister. He was big in track. And so he brought me and my sister to, like, the Hingham track thing that they had that was sort of, like, different towns. So I did that, like, before even high school started. And then I did um, track in middle school, cross country in middle school. And then I stopped because I yeah. got into basketball and soccer a little bit more. I just didn't yeah. have as much time. But, yeah, he definitely brought that out in us and just like had us doing sports type things from a very young age so I definitely think that that's awesome how did you get into soccer was it like oh he signed me up when I was four and then I was just like best at it or was it like yeah I found it later in life it was definitely started at like the teensiest level possible (laughs) and they've definitely just signed me up and I did decent at it and then I got into the club world Mm -hmm. and I think that was second grade where I got into the club's I started at South Shore Select, and then from there, I think I switched to NFC in eighth grade, maybe. And mm-hmm. then I was on a pretty good team for a few years, and then I ended up switching. I got a little burnt out at the end. Yeah. After high school, like at the end of high school, didn't want to travel as much and just, just stuck to like um, a more local team. Yeah. So. I want to kind of go into that club world because it is kind of like elite, especially mm-hmm. for soccer, like for baseball, it's elite. A basketball, I feel like it's more, it's cheaper, so it's it's available to everyone. Whereas yeah. like soccer, there's a lot of traveling, baseball, there's a lot of traveling, and a lot of equipment. So yeah, what's it like to be in that elite world, and then what kind of? Nah, let's we'll just answer that question. Okay, um, yeah. So elite, the elite world was, I think, um, something that I didn't really recognize that I was kind of in until like right when like, eighth grade started, and people started to really, like, talk about going to college, and, like, looking, like, we started going to all the big tournaments where people were getting committed, there was, like, 40 coaches on the sideline watching us, and, yeah, I definitely, like, realized that it was, it, like, was, like, stressing me out a lot, and, like, I wasn't really, like, in the headspace to be, like, looking at college, like, I wanted to just, like, enjoy my time in high school, Mm -hmm. and so I think that's kind of where, like, like, basically everybody on my team went somewhere like committed and like yeah. that like kind of made me feel a little bit like I don't know why I'm not like not as like into it as everybody else or yeah. like why I don't like is it because I don't really like care or what and I think that I had to go like 
a lot deeper and like really like recognize like what I really want out of my college life mm-hmm. and like I think that over the years like I had to skip a lot of things because I was on an elite team and stuff and like maybe that's where some of my like mm-hmm. like I was always at soccer like every single like every single night of the week I was like missing the hangouts and like yeah. the dances and all that stuff but obviously I did like there's a lot of upsides yeah, so a lot of upsides a lot of downsides but yeah. I think like being in that elite world especially like looking to commit to d1 colleges like that put a lot of stress yeah and like the team like individuality of it yeah. kind of like yeah. like people started like it wasn't really like a team thing it wasn't really as fun yeah so I think that's kind of where I started to get burnt out mm-hmm. for sure yeah, I mean, especially at such a young age, like eighth grade, we talked about it last week on when uh, Sean was on the podcast, but like that time period, you're already going through so much rapid change and now you are, are focusing on college, which is like four or five years away. Yeah. And then you're right, like if your team's not like, the team is supposed to work together, but now everybody's like, oh, I want to score the most schools, or yeah. I want to steal the most balls, I want to yeah. make the most saves, so somebody makes me look good. Mm-hmm. And I know like when my older brother played in the minor leagues of baseball, like he was saying, you just want to have the best stats and then you can get elevated to the next level. Yeah. Sounds very similar. And I, like, loved, I loved competing and I loved playing soccer. And, like, obviously, of course, I miss it. But I think, like, like overall where I'm at now, I think, like, I really listened to, like, what I was feeling mm-hmm. at the time. And, like, I enjoyed the soccer I did play, especially in high school. Like, I really, like, enjoyed and, like lived in the moment and all those times so like now I feel like I really like I don't miss it as much because I know I enjoyed it like the time that I did Mm -hmm. have so I'm grateful that I like realized that and like I'm okay with the fact that I didn't end up playing D1 or like in college like it's all right like I was so stressed out I remember freshman year like trying out for high school I was like like this is gonna be so embarrassing if I don't make varsity like I'm literally like what did I play for yeah. all these years? Yeah. But it's really not that deep, so. That's, like, very self-aware of you. Yeah. Do you, like, at a young age, like, do you think your parents helped you with that? Or did you come to that yourself by being in that environment and being like, okay, why am I not feeling the same way that I think my teammates feel? Um, I think, like, uh, something that definitely helped me is kind of shift the mindset was, we had, like, some older girls come back and, mm-hmm. like, talk to us, like, that who had already graduated. And, like, um, I remember that, like, some of them saying, like, like, we wish so badly that we could play one more game on this field and, like, come back for, like, one more day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like, I don't really want to feel like that. Like, I want to yeah. feel like I really, like, enjoyed my time. So I feel like that's kind of when I switched to, like, really, like, being grateful and, like, noticing the the small like Mm -hmm. things and just being like wow this is so like fun that we get to like play and stuff like that so yeah and that's like how you should look at it but I feel like 90% of people are like yeah "Yeah, you're an older person cool like I'm gonna go do my thing yeah but like yeah I think that just really resonated with me at the time for some reason and it really helps and still does today so yeah it helps you savor everything yeah exactly enjoy enjoy the things in life that sometimes we forget to enjoy yes like the simple things. Yeah. And then that's where regrets come from. When yes. you don't like savor it mm-hmm. in the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's similar to my baseball career, I think. Because like my last year, I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not supposed to be here. This is my sixth year pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to savor it. Like, I don't care. If we win, lose, I'm just going to be like, all right, I'm out here with my friends. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah. And now 
I don't have any regrets. Like, I don't yeah. care about playing baseball. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for for elite soccer, you travel a lot. Yes. A lot. What does what were those travel experiences like? Did they like broaden your sense of the world? Did they give you a lot of like new experiences? I guess. Like, yeah. What, what did you take away from them? All those um, experiences. Definitely, like my family didn't like travel super far or like do like a lot of crazy things when I was growing up, just because like we were like so into the soccer life and like we we spent so much of our time doing that, so we didn't like go on a lot of crazy like things but once we did start to like make the finals and all that stuff like I went to Disney for the first time because Mm -hmm. of soccer I went played at the worldwide of worldwide sports complex or whatever and then um I went to Colorado with my sister's team and then Virginia Kansas Mm -hmm. so it was definitely like like those times that we got to go and like be in a hotel and like do all those fun fancy things like those were definitely like great moments to have and like those are like a lot of the core memories I have like yeah. with, like my team growing up so that it was a big thing but I didn't really it was like we were there for soccer yeah. so like it was like obviously the Disney trip was I had we had a few extra days we stayed a little extra yeah. long yeah. and went to all the parks but I definitely saw a lot of different places but it also was still very much like all business it's yeah, yeah. it was very scheduled and like we had our games so we couldn't yeah. like Dude, like I was yeah. probably what fourteen, so yeah. it wasn't like too crazy. There but... wasn't a lot of like venturing off yeah. to go see like the local scene. Yeah, it was pretty strict, yeah. but still very fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, so college, you ultimately decide to stop uh, pursuing soccer, mm-hmm. and then you come to college at UMass. Yep. And you also you go in as an engineer major. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like now you're not an engineer major. So no. what what. Do you think there's similar decisions or similar factors I went into you stopping soccer and changing your major? Or, like, is your just self-awareness is, like, I this doesn't feel like what I want to do? Yeah. Um, I think um, in high school I was so hung up on, like, okay, I need to, like, really have a good job. I really need to, like, make good money. And I think that, like, coming to the realization that I wanted to be an engineer was more, like... I think that would be a really good career path, like, and a good choice for, like, me. But, like, I had no idea. I was, I've, like, always been someone who, like, literally, I haven't had no clue of what I want to do. So, that was always, like, something, like, I would be writing notes of, like, what I think I could maybe like. (laughs) And, like, it's, like, dentist. I'm, like, I could maybe see myself doing that. Or, like, like, I was really on the PT, physical therapy grind for a little bit. And then, like, I was, like, all right, we'll just try engineering. And then, um... I got to school and I'm not like extremely gifted at math so Mm -hmm. I didn't really thrive and then I was doing a ton of hard classes and I was just like I just don't really think this is so um I would say like self-awareness from soccer decisioning is probably in there but at the same time I just was not happy like doing those classes and I was just like I don't, I, I can't, yeah. I can't keep doing this. And I'm very glad I switched. Mm-hmm. Like science and engineering is so much. Yeah. So much. It's very hard. And like, um, the science, like I didn't hate too much. Like I didn't really like chem, but it was the math. I just literally like, I could not keep up with the yeah. level that they, the classes were going. And like, I wasn't really willing to put in the work to stay like mm-hmm. at a decent enough grade. And I think I've seen that in myself before, like, normally, like, 
with basketball, like, it wasn't my top sport, and so I didn't have, like, the energy to put in and, like, make myself better at that, so when I saw that again with college and my major, I was just like, yeah, this definitely isn't where I'm supposed to stay. Yeah. Yeah. So then you found fitness. Yes. Yeah, I stopped, like, basically doing all sports and all working out, and then my second semester freshman year, I was really, like, feeling the effects of that and, like, felt different, like, in my body and, like, didn't really feel as healthy as I wanted to feel anymore, so... Mm -hmm. Um, which was definitely something I had never experienced because yeah. I played soccer every day. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's kind of where I was like, all right, like I would definitely want to start going to the gym and really like being fit and like start lifting weights. So I guess my dad's little push yeah. finally came around. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I I just made a promise to myself that I was going to go and I stuck to it and I was mm -hmm. very surprised that I stuck to it yeah <laughs> so did your fitness account account help like creating that yeah I would say like literally all my inspiration like this is like weird and, cre and cringy but all my inspiration literally came from Instagram like yeah. I, one day I just stumbled upon just in my dorm and I was like oh my gosh like these girls are like killing it yeah and I was like I could First, for sure do that and I was like why don't I just like start my own little account and like just keep myself accountable that's mm -hmm. like really what I needed because I was like I I had tried to go to the gym many times before yeah like the plan fitness grind in high school and all that but um I just really needed something to like keep myself going like enough to where I built the habit so yeah. I think just having something like a page to just like update and stuff like that really kept me motivated yeah for that beginning time yeah uh, starting a habit's tough yeah we talked about this last week too but it was like just putting on the pair of shoes and getting to the gym is like yeah hard enough but once you're there it's like all right i'm already here i'm gonna do something yeah for sure so what's your advice to people that want to start their own fitness journey or um, need some inspiration to get into it i would say like even, like, I thought I was someone who would never, ever, ever be able to, like, stick to something like that. Like, I just thought that, like, I would burn out after a few weeks or whatever. And I never had seen myself really stick to something like that before, like, that I chose and, like, that I really wanted to do. So I did not really, I was just like, all right, we're just gonna, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Mm -hmm. And really, like, when those hard days come, you just have to, like, stick to what you originally said to yourself like yeah. you just have to have enough respect on yourself to stick to what you mm -hmm. said because as soon as you break it like you're now like not respecting what you said to yourself so like yeah. I feel like you just have to have like a really good and honest like relationship and conversation with yourself and just say is this something I really really want mm -hmm. and if it is then what am I willing to do like yeah like you either really want it or like you have to like rethink how yeah. you're doing it so yeah. I just think that, like, obviously, 100% anybody can mm -hmm. be successful in any goal that you want, but you truly have to be disciplined. It's not about being yeah. motivated. It's just, yeah. like, I thought I was motivated, but the discipline maybe from soccer I had in my, like, past or, like, yeah. whatever it was, that is what got me through, like, the first, like, three mm -hmm. months and then now, like, the first three years, so... Yeah. 
Yeah, you put that beautifully, I think. Especially the self-respect part. Yeah. Like, I think that's not talked about. It's like, oh, just get to the gym, even if it's five minutes and then you get to ten. But it's like, you actually have to build the trust with yourself to Mm -hmm. know, like, this is actually something I want to do. Yeah. All right, one day I might not go, but I need to know, like, I'm going to go pick up and go the next Mm -hmm. day. Yeah, you you put that really well. In words. (laughs) We're not all perfect, though. Like, we all (laughs) have... yeah. So, like... And that definitely is something yeah. that I've heard from other people that is yeah. like, that's what I was thinking. I didn't come up with that, all yeah. of that myself. <laughs> no, I know. But like, obviously, yeah. if you say it, it probably rings true for you. Yeah, yeah. Know. That's definitely like, that's how I definitely think of it more now. Like at the beginning, I just kind of like, didn't know that's what I was doing. But mm-hmm. looking back, that's what I definitely did. Yeah. So your fitness journey has been like fulfilling since you switched majors. Mm-hmm. And then maybe your most recent accomplish. Um accomplishment was your internship yeah um at a very well-renowned place mike boyle Mm -hmm. strength and conditioning conditioning, uh just talk about that like what it feels like to get like a very successful internship and then what what that looked like for you yeah so um i had that was my very first like field experience job like coaching and it was like an absolutely amazing experience for me because um i just i I don't i'd never i I've struggled with a little bit of confidence issues and like really like when it comes to like coaching myself I'm very confident but like if when it comes to like me giving advice to other people and like looking at them and being like that's like fix this x y and z or like why like the programming and all that behind it I'm not as confident in that so this um internship was like huge on coaching and like the three months that I was there like I went from watching and literally knowing not at all how to coach to at the end I was running my own like groups like they really gave it over to us and Mm -hmm. like by the end like I would coach the warm-up the lift the cool down like literally everything and it was just like really a great growing experience because like I said I just did that all in three Mm -hmm. months and it was just great experience and I think that it pushed me like enough to where like I comfortably like got out of my comfort zone like mm-hmm. like they gave time to like kind of just like watch at the beginning yeah. and like really take it take everything in like there was a tons of different coaches of different levels and then they really like pushed us to like mm-hmm. start coaching and like really take it over so yeah. I think that having the trust that they had in us after like even just one month like to really run it was good for me because that was like enough confidence that mm-hmm. if they felt that I was yeah, confident yeah. enough yeah. I felt like I could really do it and like I practiced it and all of that so now I feel way more confident in my mm-hmm. ability to coach and that's kind of shining through in my internship that I'm now in with um UMass so mm-hmm. I'm like working with some of the teams and going to their lifts and it's a little bit more like not as rigid as MBSC yeah. was but it's still a very good way to see, like, the college aspect because MBSC yeah. is more of the private sector. So yeah. it's definitely very interesting. And internships, definitely, I didn't think I would get as much out of them as I did. So I'm mm-hmm. glad I did them. Yeah. And there's something to be said about going outside your comfort zone and then becoming comfortable. Becoming yeah. comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yeah. And that is definitely something I'm not the best at doing by my, on my own. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you had like a guide or like a mentor, which help, mm-hmm. which I helped, which I think helps a long way. Just finding someone that's been through that or yeah. is very like professional in your field and seeking that out helps. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. 
Do you have any goals for the future or is it just like we're going to see what happens? Um, yeah, I would say I'm a very like, we'll see what happens, but, um, I would like to maybe like personal train for a little bit, like under some company for a little bit and just see, I've never really done one-on-one specifically. So I definitely want to try that just to make sure that's either what I want or not what I want. Yeah. And I did really love the private sector. I do like the college coaching Mm -hmm strength and conditioning sports performance world as well right now but i've only been doing it for two weeks so we'll see as it progresses if i really enjoy that and then um after that i mean i would love to like maybe have my own gym one day or like i don't know like do my own thing and just see how that goes but yeah that's kind of where i'm at right now i'm i never i'm it's never a clear-cut path for me you're you're so young (laughs) yeah but like you are, you are tasting a lot of things. So yeah, exactly. You're figuring it out, and you're yeah. self-aware enough that you'll, you'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah, I guess somewhere I need to be at some yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna switch gears. Okay. A little bit. What is something you've bought within the last six months, um, that has like gave you like the biggest fulfillment or joy? I stole this question from hmm. Tim Ferriss, by the way, but it's a good one. It's actually funny because the past six months I have been extremely tight with my money. <laughs> I've been like super budgeting. All right. So we could go past year if you want, but something yeah. within the past year you've bought that you're like, you know, this might not seem like, it could be like a hype rice or it could be like a lacrosse ball or I don't know, like just anything that's been like, you know, this is very useful for me. I mean, honestly, like if it's a year, I did my personal training certification a year ago. And I think that buying that by myself, like the, it was not super expensive, but like still five hundred dollars that yeah. I had to pay for my own money. Yeah. <laughs> but that is something that, again, I was able to like start and finish in three months mm-hmm. and like really stick to that. And I think that was another thing that like okay, I'm gonna put my own money into this, so I really want to get like what I want out of it and like just putting in what I wanted to get out of it and then passing the exam. I think that was like super important and like telling of like that I yeah. can really yeah do stuff on my own time like it's like it was like outside of school so Mm -hmm. it wasn't like oh I have this test this day like Mm -hmm. and I have all these assignments it was like all on my own like I didn't have to do it in three months I I had no like it was just like my own motivation and each day to like all right we have to do this chapter it was kind of like the same thing with working out so I would say that's something that definitely again opened more doors for me too Mm -hmm. because now that I'm certified I can get better internships and looks yeah. better on my resume obviously mm-hmm. and I learned a lot from that as well so I would say that yeah yeah and just like for other people that aren't fitness it's like seeking a course or yeah or something to learn that yeah learning constantly learning I think is yeah. probably and always investing in learning mm-hmm. so for the fitness world that's that's getting certified yeah all right a little fitnessy but like diet diet okay. you got a sweet tooth yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your I'm go? I'm drinking like my caramel macchiato <laughs> over here. <laughs> What's your go-to sweet to the snack? Um, my go-to, I would say lately it's been sour mic and eggs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does it switch a lot, or is it like um, you have like a top three and you rotate? I would say it switches as I like find new things that I like, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm definitely more of like a candy girl than a chocolate girl. So, um, and I'm super. 
obsessed with coffee lately too. My, yeah. My sweet coffee. So I've been having two a day. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So Starbucks might love you. I know. I try not to go to Starbucks and just make them at home because uh-huh. I can't it's, afford it. Yeah, but, it's more. Yeah. Thank you for your book. <laughs> yep. So. But, yeah, I would say I'm definitely a big sweet tooth person, but I also get my other stuff in, so it's not too bad. Yeah, you get the health. veggies and greens yeah. in, too, but <laughs> it's okay to have a sweet. Mm-hmm. Last, yeah. last question. If there's one thing in the world that everybody should do and you think it would, like, make a difference, a positive difference, what do you think that thing would be? Hmm. First thing that comes to mind is journaling. Journaling. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I don't know why that just popped into my head, but I think that journaling slash like the meditation I've done, I I haven't really gotten into that as much as I wanted to, but like journaling and like just writing down like things that I'm going through has like really, I never did that growing up or anything. Mm -hmm. And I kind of started that probably like two years ago. Um, that has really made a difference in like how self-aware I am I can be from day to day and like just like gratitude journaling is pretty much really all I do like I'm not as much like writing down like what happens each day but Mm -hmm. more like picking out and noticing each thing like things each day that are like things I'm grateful for yeah I think that has like changed my mindset on like life and like my ability to be positive so much Mm -hmm. and like just like the past even when I just started, like, I just noticed yeah. it so much more because now, like, I go through my days and, like, I notice, like, all the little things, like, without trying. So, like, yeah. I think that it, it has brought so much more value to my life just, just mm-hmm. in adding that little habit. Um, yeah, so I would definitely say that for everybody because yeah. so... Do you, so, our world is, like, geared towards negativity, mm-hmm. I think. Like, yeah. the news, the media, just our, like... If nine people like us, one person doesn't, we wonder why that one person doesn't like us instead mm-hmm. of focusing on the nine. Yep. So so gratitude journaling has helped you like kind of move past that one person that doesn't like yeah. you almost, I yeah. guess to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that before I did that, I wouldn't really, like I, I was a little like self-aware, but mm-hmm. it was more like I felt myself change so much from like to the more positive side like not as much like focusing on the negative things that would happen like just Mm -hmm. like I would just notice the positive things more and like that is what I became focused on more so I just think that is like so important especially Mm -hmm. to your learn especially like younger and like yeah now because now that is like a habit that I have and I just that will always be like something i I look to the positive more than the negative now, and that yeah. is just so valuable, that goes, I think. Yeah. yeah, it goes such a far away. Yeah. Yeah. I used to... I've never journaled, but, like, sometimes in the shower, I'll be like, all right, what are three good things that have happened today? Cause yeah, even just even just, just that. You just yourself like, sometimes. Yeah, and, like, like I said, like, it, you just don't really think about that stuff. So then when mm. you do even make that conscious effort to switch, even for, like, you write five things down that's yeah. that you're grateful for, like my bed, my shower, like food to eat, and like a table to sit at, like yeah. all those things. Like now, when you are entering like the good moments, like you notice all of that without even trying. You're like, wow, yeah. this is like such a good moment, or yeah. like I'm so lucky to have this, and that just like enriches your life so much. Yeah, yeah it opens you up to so much more. It's like yeah, 
oh, we actually have a house and yeah. I have a table and I have food and I have mm-hmm. these clothes. Yeah, I'm. it's like really hard to come out of the mindset of like, oh, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. And I think that especially recently, like being a little bit tighter on money, yeah. Um, it's like much more evidence like how much how easy it is to be like, oh, I want, like, Mm -hmm. I want this. I want, like, a new pair of shoes. I want, like, to go online shopping and, like, buy all these things. But, like, really, like, when I have cut down my budget and, like, notice the things that I really actually need to buy and what I don't need to buy, it's, like, very eye-opening because, like, it's so easy to, like, spend our money and then be like, well, why don't I have any money? What am I spending my money Mm -hmm. on? It's so easy. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, I want this, I want this, I want this. So I think that is like something yeah. that is really yeah interesting it's to very be looking at powerful yes for sure i'm gonna sneak in one more question okay do you think the discipline you've gained from fitness has carried over to other areas of life like you were just talking about that you've become disciplined with your budget mm-hmm. do you think that makes it easier to be disciplined in other areas of life if you're disciplined in fitness or discipline yes i think that they're definitely very connected because you kind of get a sense of like okay like, why would I not be able to be disciplined in this if I'm disciplined here? Mm-hmm. So, like, I think it, like, allows myself to, like, really be, like, yes, I can do it because I have, one, done it before, and mm-hmm. I believe I can do it, and I want I want to be eventually financially free and, yeah. like, be able to spend however much wherever I want in my life. So I think that being willing to, like, be like, okay, I'm going to put in the work now, and then down the road, I just have to, like, know in in myself that it will be better in the future, kind of. Yeah. So, I think that you just have to trust in yourself, like I said yeah. before. and Self-respect. Yeah. And that's how you learn to build trust. Yeah, it sucks right now. It <laughs> does. Like, all of the, my, I'm like, oh, I'm like, barely, yeah. I can barely afford this, but... It will pay off in the end, especially because I'll be saving money and my loans have to, are going to start soon for mm-hmm. my student loans. So I just really have to stick it out for now, but yeah. <laughs> it'll be worth it. Yeah. Where can people find you? Um, I am on Instagram at Alana Woodfit, E-L-A-N-A, in, if, if you don't know how to spell it. And then um, that's like my main thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm on Instagram. TikTok. <laughs> find me on tiktok <laughs> yep a lot of what i think i have two d's but um and then yeah, well, that's t- it. i'll put it in the description too yeah for all you guys interested yeah guys and girls thank you so much for having thanks me. thanks for coming on that was mm-hmm. awesome mm-hmm. we'll catch you next week's guys thanks for listening